All right, guys, welcome back to the Golf Podcast. This is the goals episode. We do this every year. Check in on last year's goals, talk about next year's goals, and then this year we're going to include some of your goals from the clubhouse community. But before we do any of that, Mike, I got I got to check in with you here. Uh-oh. This video you posted the other day. <laughs> I mean, maybe this is your goal is to, Which to one is this get now? a little more height on your vertical. Oh, but, the vertical uh, jump. Okay, here it your, comes, guys. Your 12-foot yeah. vertical jump. Do we got a graphic of this that we can show here, Zach? There it is. 12-foot right, jump. I made a mistake, guys. Three attempts. All right, and I even had a calculator. Casually saying he's jumping 11 feet, 5 inches. <laughs> what was your eleven? A eight. basketball hoop is 10 feet. Better double-check your math, Rain Man. I love it. <laughs> There's Frank calling me out. And you know what? As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, no. Because I was so sure that that was a 12. I even Google searched it. I was like, I had a calculator. I was writing it down. It's, it was called a 12-foot vertical leap apparatus. Yeah, the pole. The pole. Yeah. But you were telling me that they didn't have it up to 12 feet. Right. They? I'd say I'm saying like, it'll go to 12 feet for, you know. I thought I was jumping 12 feet, guys, 11, 8. For the actual athletes out And then there. Frank has to just totally tear me down with, hey, <laughs> the basketball hoop is 10, so. And, which I can't reach. So I really only jumped in that video, would you say, about eight and a half feet? I, I think you may, if you got, Maybe got I'll nine. give you nine. I'll give you nine. Yeah, we're looking at this thing, and I'm like, that's how. That's the max of the of, of capacity. Of this. That was back when we went to, um, we were out in Connecticut at was the, the Golf, Golf Performance, Performance Center, Center yep. and that's one of the things that they work on is that, and I know you had to try it, but yeah, I'm thinking about this. I'm like, well, if Mike is like, uh, what, 5'9", Right, something like five that. seven. Thanks, five seven. Appreciate okay, that. Okay, so Mike's Almost five, five seven. Yeah, hey, let's go five eight. And I'm trying to think, like, so you're telling me this guy's getting his feet four feet off the ground? I mean, you'd be setting world records at I that would point be. from a stationary. I think I even Google. I think the the world record is something like forty seven or forty eight inches vertical. <laughs> the guy got he got, he got 48 <laughs> inches vertical. Oh man. Okay, so yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, I I couldn't start the show without. Without no, I appreciate that, that and and I, I part of me wanted to delete it, but I was like, you know what? Let's just have some fun with no, this. No, if nothing else, the comments are where the fun is. They are. The comments are where comment. the fun Rip is. Rip me as much as you need. Exactly. Um, so we got a lot to talk about. We're gonna we're gonna also talk about Kapalua, which big by week. The, That's right. I we talk about this every time about why we love Hawaii golf so much, the Hawaii swing, but even more so because uh, living vicariously and and getting to watch some of this because what we've got in front of us today. Is the exact opposite. I mean, I, not excuse the pun, but a polar opposite mm. here. Uh, because, my, uh, Zach, can you bring up the weather? We're going to be playing golf in uh, immediately after this episode. We're, we're playing around. Let's see what we got here. And uh, here's ah. your forecast right now. We tee off at one o'clock, though. Hey, we dip above freezing there dip, for a moment. We dip above for freezing for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that sunny. Yeah, and that's it, not factoring in the wind chill. But we said it before, and we'll say it again. If there's no snow on the ground, we keep playing golf. Yeah, why not? So, but Atlantic City got a lot. Um, I saw Atlantic City Country Club post the other day. They got a ton of snow. It looked like a blizzard. Yeah. Like, big time. And, and that's, they're, they're two hours south. They're south of us. So, I mean, it, it's any day. Well, we know it's coming. I looked at the, I looked the forecast further out. Friday, we're supposed to get some snow here. So, we're going we're gonna to get out there and play as much as we can. We're going to do a fun nine-hole match. We actually did a nice nine-hole match just uh, a couple days ago where we played um, with the three-club challenge again. That was fun. But I I'm more excited those. about this one because it's full bag, no gimmicks, just straight up golf heads up. Right. Bring yeah, it, but bring I, it, every bro, once in a while, like I'm just, I, I've talked about this before. I'm like, I'm a big fan of these push you out of your comfort zone. You know, this will tie in. We'll talk about the goals, but like, I think when you get out there and you, you play, let's say it's a three club challenge, 
I end up having to hit shots that I, I've never hit before. And I learned something like I was practicing chipping with my nine iron. Like I chip everything with my 52 and I mean, I'm practicing with my nine iron. And all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, this is working out pretty well. It's like, I, by reducing the number of clubs, I end up adding more shots to my bag. Mm. Be, I, I was thinking I mean, I'm the it, opposite, but go ahead. Well, I thinking about <laughs> it. It's like, it's like training, like, you know, jogging with weights on your legs or, or, yeah. or something like that. And then all of a sudden when you're, you're, you've got all your sticks again, game feels a little bit easier right i mean i honestly on the flip it's cool the challenges are fun don't get me wrong i think they're great i enjoy doing them but like i don't enjoy a three club challenge when i'm making a nine on a hole like my confidence on these three right. they go way down the hill I, I feel like i don't learn as much like you're saying like you try to try to adapt with like a four iron hitting it out of a bunker yeah, or something yeah, yeah, like that yeah. and that's great but i i'm i'm sculling it i'm making a nine my head i'm hanging my head now i'm getting get frustrated with my golf game but well, then the you'll end. be very happy to have all your clubs back today. Let's see if it helps. But I, I, talk, I talk about in the video I said about like the inspiration largely came from, you know, to thinking about guys like Seve mm -hmm. and Jason Day who learned the game with like one club and then later in life how it paid dividends for them because they're so versatile of golfers right. for that reason. You know, and, and just there's certain spots like we, I had a greenside bunker. I mean, it didn't work as well as I wanted it to, but it was close. I ended up putting it out. I'm trying to think like how, what would Seve do? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's I'm not going to be able to splash it with my nine iron. There was water on the other side of the hole. So if I, if I got a little bit too much at all, I could roll off the, the other side of the green and go in the water. So I'm like, let's try something new here. And now, like even when I do have all the clubs and all those options, I can like remember that and be like, hey, I could also try this. That's Just because I have all my clubs doesn't mean I can't get a little bit weird. You out could there. get weird out there. Could get a little want. weird. Yeah. You know, if you're into that. But uh it should be fun today. I mean, I have I mean, no excuse. We can't now. all jump 12 feet in so the air. So. I know, exactly. You can't. All right? Only I can. And by the way, if, now that we're going to be doing a lot more chat, we put something on our, our YouTube channel. And if you're not subscribed, guys, go, because we're going to be doing a lots of heads-up matches, which I'm excited about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, are you going to be calling me out if I have more than 14 clubs in the bag now? <laughs> well, I have to call you out every time. I got six wedges sometimes. But that's because we're doing some fun challenges out there. So I, now I have to make sure, like, today that I have 14 in there. I don't want to get called out. I got a, I got a new... Uh, something floating around the bag right now i got that um oh what's it called now all of a sudden i don't remember the with the blue like whippy shaft oh, the leg the, 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 leg, the leg shot the leg, leg shot, shot right yeah so we tried it with uh kevin sprecker and uh i liked it and i had uh i they, they messaged me on on instagram when they saw the video i posted and they offered to send me one i'm like yeah send me one of these things I, I legit like this as a training aid it's also fun when we do our challenges it's really to hit fun. something different it's like that floppy Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but my and I mean we can even dig into this a little bit when we get into the goals. But and we're going to be working. Uh, we, another thing we're doing big on the channel was going to be the and this is on the golf Fissy main channel is working with coaches again mm -hmm. a little bit more. And we're going to be working with Ryan Hager. And this is something I want to work on with him. One of my biggest problems when it comes to consistency in my golf game is uh, sequencing. And I end up getting a little fast at the top. My hands get started before the body. So I, I'm not in sequence. So what this lag shot has been helping me do, because it's so whippy, it's been working on my my rhythm and pace, but also just like getting a little bit better sequence where you get to the top and you can feel that thing kind of whipping. Yeah. And it just gives me a little bit of a better pause at the top. And then I get started with my lower body first. This is even something we worked on with game like training with the oh, that's right. Zach and yeah. those guys. Mm -hmm. It's like they had me working with rubber bands at the time. So I threw it in the bag as like something just to warm up for my round with. And you don't even have to hit a ball with it. You can just kind of like swing it and just kind of get that feel. Yeah. It's I mean, very similar to what I did with my orange whip. I've always had the orange whip in there. Um, 
but uh, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out this season. I'll, I'll let you guys know how it goes. Those me. things are pretty cool. You're going to need it today because I don't know if you're going to be hitting range balls. I know. I don't know if you're going to I mean, I should hit range balls. It's going to feel like hitting rocks today. It how will. cold it's going to be out there. Uh, but let's talk about the other side of the spectrum. You got the century this week. Yep. Tournament of champions. And I feel like this is like really the true kickoff. Like we have the ten, we had ten events in the fall season, including the hero. I never think of those as the beginning of the season. No, I always think of the fall season as the end of. the It's last almost season. like a bonus season. It's like a wind down. Yeah, the but it all down. all counts towards. It all counts. All the points you know, count towards the next year. It kind of felt like uh, the PNC was the start of the season this year. At least there was so much this hype year, around yeah. it. Right, that with I really thought that the PNC kind of kicked the season off and got people. Uh, back excited about golf again yeah it does but the only thing with the pnc is then it goes back to bed for two three weeks while we have the holidays which like everything does yeah for the but most but then part. now like we we got we got hawaii and it just rolls now yeah we just we don't stop, no stop. we don't stop, no stop. Wasn't like 43 weeks in a row right it's i think it's one of the hardest guys sports schedules out there in any any game no doubt especially when you when you travel. think about the fall season that they put in these guys legitimately, especially the guys who are the, not the big names on tour, the guys who have to be playing every week in order to keep their tour card and try to be in those FedEx Cup points, those are a lot of the guys who are playing in the fall season. Although the fall season is getting more popular, seeing bigger and bigger names competing mm-hmm. in some of those events. But you're talking about guys who are essentially playing almost every week from January until late October. Well, let me, yeah, well, let me pause you right there and let me throw this at you. Who do you think has a more grueling schedule, an MLB player? or a PGA Tour golfer. 162 games a year. Sometimes you're playing 15 nights in a row, nine innings. Yeah. You On the PGA Tour, you could pick and choose your events. I'm not saying that it's easier. Right. But it's 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 tough to think about because those guys, and and they have a short season too because they're right back in training camp in February. Yeah, but you know, I'd still- They're year round. I'd still argue that it, in a lot of ways it's, it's golf because A, there are no like home stretches. That's like, true. Like, let's say you live well, in the Florida. World Series, okay. Right? You live in Florida. You may have a couple events that, like, three events in the season that are around you. But otherwise, you're traveling every week. Pretty much every week. Right? And then if you think about all their commitments between practice rounds and pro-ams, realistically, I mean, that debunks the idea of playing every day because they really are playing every day. Right. We see them Thursday through Sunday. Unless they get cut, then there's a, a couple days rest. Right. Exactly. But, but oftentimes they'll parlay that into going to the next event even sooner. But most of these guys, let's say you don't get cut, you're playing your Tuesday practice round, you're playing your Wednesday pro am, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Back on a plane, back somewhere on Monday. Right. Yeah. And then every week it's somewhere different. But you could have a week off. You could have a week. Whereas off. you can only have a week off if you're an MLB player if you didn't make the All Star team. Right. Think about that. Right. You know. Right. So, yeah. I mean, hey. I don't know. Wanna, MLB players, they're. Uh, it's a lot of travel. They're not doing as much, though, as golfers. Golfers are walking eight, 18 four times if they make it. That's true. I mean, these guys are taking BP, fielding some grounders. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not easy work. <laughs> they're, they're, they're standing up at a plate. slope to making this sound. This Sorry, I'm weird. saying, I will never be standing at a home plate with you know a 100 mile per hour fastball. So this is George Costanza <laughs> teaching Bernie Williams how to hit. Exactly. Uh, Derek Jeter. Do you remember that? It was Danny Tartable. Oh, was it? Yep. Like this guy, the Seinfeld novel. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. No, it was, it was Bernie. Bernie and Derek were in one, but uh, I think he was. He said he gave tartable swing tips or something. Right, but this yeah. is the one where he was actually taking BP and he was teaching them how to you're hit right. when he you're was right. smart. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yes, when he yeah. was smart. Anyway, so like, going back to Kapalua, first of all, yeah, Kapalua in general, I mean, uh, it's, a, it's just the plantation course, uh, big time on my personal bucket list. Uh, to get out there and play this thing it's just gorgeous and it's such a relief for like us here especially living in the northeast and we look outside and everything is is 
different shades of white and gray. That's mm-hmm. all we've got right now. And there, it's just beautiful. The water is the backdrop. And it makes for an interesting... Um, it makes for interesting to watch some of the play. Like you've got that par five. Remember Bubba going driver, 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 driver. right? That downhill. It plays like usually that huge fade. What is it? Five, yeah, 500 there it is right there. Look something at it. yards. It plays with the, with the fans right behind. Yeah. It's so it's, 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 I think in a lot of ways, it's a great kickoff of the season. You always get a lot of the different apparel companies will do some sort of, you know, limited edition release. In fact, that Aloha hat you see me wearing yep. off this is Ohana hat. It's mm-hmm. from last year. I still wear that all the time. Like you, you get that just, I don't know. It, it's weird. It's like, it's, it's still serious competition, FedEx cup points, but there's also just still that laid back Hawaii right. vibe that you just can't escape. And it's one of those events where I think almost all the players in the field bring their families. It's more of a vacation week, you know, especially the guys who are going from Kapalua over to the Sony. Yeah. It's two weeks in Hawaii guys like Justin Thomas. Right. Um, but, um, it's great because it's, it's a small field. You know, it's not one of these huge events. Yeah, this week, it's only the champions. It's, like, it's almost like an all-star game. In right. A way, so you I know? think it's what, 60? I think there's about um, 60 guys in the field this that, week. Is that that many? I believe it was okay. somewhere around 60 guys. Um, so, because I'm not sure the exact... You guys can let it drop in the comments if you know exactly what the qualifiers are. I don't know if it's just... Um, people who won last year tournament of champions uh, but there's also i'm sure exemptions of people who have won the event itself yeah, in so the it's, past it's past winners plus winners from last year so right. past event winners of the century so that's why it's bigger than the number of just events, events. last year Makes sense. but the big one everyone's talking about is phil phil being back yeah now phil has not played there since i think it was 2000 2001 right 2001 but phil he's won on tour so he's had an invitation he said i think 13 invitations he's just turned it down yep so the reasoning is pretty interesting you saw this saw his tweet yeah to pull pull up his tweet here so as you guys probably heard he won the pip but to get the second half of the money he says he has to add an event he hasn't played in a while so see you in capital with the kiss emoji now, what was it? Do you, do you remember Zach with the total? What one was? Eight million, right? I think it was eight to the winner. And this six is speculation. Place. Okay, so let's say it's eight, third. right? It's eight. And if he's saying to get the second half part of it, because they don't release all the details of this, right? They haven't. It, there's a lot of this is speculation, and it's uh, it's just leaks and hearsay. But we're talking about Phil just has to show up there and tee it off on the first hole for you have four to show million up to dollars. A beautiful Kapalu and just play golf for four million dollars for no brainer. It's like uh, when they play that that uh, event out in Abu Dhabi where they pay yes, them they to pay play, yep. and like other guys. So anyway, so can you imagine win, lose, or draw? Phil's showing up and teeing it off, and there's four million dollars in the bank. Businessman, someone's got to pay me four million dollars to go play in Hawaii. Seriously, <laughs> well, you 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 know? you've unlocked it. You know, you, whatever it is, the the key to life, Phil. You Phil figured it, it out. You're you, playing and getting paid to play in Hawaii. Do you think he was truly the needle mover? over tiger now granted i know phil did a ton he was active on twitter he won right. the pga but tiger just blew up the internet with but one we all swing. talked about with yeah with one swing tiger otherwise is not posting he was also much absent. right uh phil especially when he you know things like the the match and stuff like that he just gets to talking he gets true. he gets other you see like him and tom brady going match, back and yeah. forth you get you get like he other you know sports interacting yeah but there's such a difference though uh between tiger and phil personally in my opinion I like being the website editor. Yeah. The world shut down when Tiger came right. back. Phil is not touching. Phil's not sniffing that level of publicity 
being no. here 365. Even just one week, Tiger, I, right, but, and I mean, still got second. Well, that's what we're saying. Tiger only had to put out effectively two or three social media updates to get second place. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Phil, Phil, I mean, he lives on, we, we said- he, controversy too, But Phil. what's so crazy about Phil, remember, Phil wasn't even on social for a while. He right. only joins like like Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff within the last maybe two or three years. And mm-hmm. we're all talking about it's the gift that just keeps giving since then. Yep. He's the true definition of being truly like on the platform. Like he'll respond to people. Yep. And he's just, it's just funny. It like, is funny. He just, he's just a funny guy. I think like PGA memes ripped him the other day. Did you see that post? I it didn't was see the that Tiger one. Woods photo of him oh, and Red. Oh, front of the tree, tree back, back of the, of the tree. tree. Yeah. And then like he redid it for Tiger's calves versus Phil's calves. Right. Yeah, that was great. So that's that's Phil. That's Phil. But otherwise, I mean, the field it's strong. Uh, Yeah, big names. So we're gonna we're gonna see some good. Deschambeau, two guys. By the way, Brooks and Bryson. Who I thought one. uh, I thought at least Bryson would be in the top two in that pip or something. Just like all the noise they made, all of the controversy between the two of them, the match between the two of them. I, they they were right up there though. I believe they were right up there in the top five. They were in the, yeah. They were in the top five. And then wasn't it Morikawa snuck in like at the very end with like a picture of his dog or something just to get some? No, Morikawa was ended up being eleventh, and they only he pay should. out the top ten. Oh, oh man! So I just remember somebody trying to get in under the wire ten, and and they posted like a, a picture of their dog just for for extra likes or whatever it was. That's smart to try to make some money. But yeah. uh, <laughs> that's great. Just some I, extra likes at the end of the year yeah whatever it takes but i I, yeah either way like i said i mean strong field and and i really want to see we talk about what bubba was doing especially with that whole like i want to see what what deshambo does with his distance at capital he could shorten this already short course and i'm gonna pull up my sports book here and i never bet i i'm not a big gambler but like some of these events that have these like blown out odds yeah i'm like why not why not just throw a couple bucks on so i threw 10 bucks on mickelson He's going off at 12,000. No, no, wait. 12, hold on a second. I can't even get in now. This anyway, if I win, I get I get 11, I get get eleven. 1,100 bucks. So you you put money on the only to, guy in the field who has really no incentive to, to win. Exactly. <laughs> and you know why? I think that's why he's going to win. Yeah? You think I think he's going to show up being like, I don't know why I'm here, and he's just going to go super low, and it's just going to be the Phil story this week. Yeah. You never know. I don't know. Phil, no matter what, Phil has always in the conversation of a chance to win. He, you know what I mean? It's it's Phil. It's still Phil. <laughs> it's Phil. But you've got, like I said, you've got some heavy hitters in the field this week. So it's going to be an exciting one to watch any way you shake it. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing we got to talk about, uh, Tiger like, coming through with like the ultimate dad joke. Did you see his t-shirt? Oh, the, I, I need it. Because that's like our life. You know, when you get to a certain age, here it is. Was it straight, straight out, out of ice straight bath? Straight out of ice bath hoodie. Hoodie. I need that hoodie. I mean, because like in our lives right now, like I tell my kids right now, I said, do you see anything on the floor? I go, you have to pick it up because I can no longer pick it up because <laughs> of on. you. My back is slowly starting to, to get worse every day. So like, I feel that sweatshirt. That's the sweatshirt. Like your dad picks you up from, from baseball practice. And <laughs> right, you right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. Like it's just <laughs> tiger. It's great. Somehow though, tiger's tiger still ha- it, somehow it, makes it look cool. It rings true because last night I took down Christmas, the entire tree, everything. I did it all. I just said, you know, because it was on me. It was my idea. I said, I don't want this in the house anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, I want, I go, it's the inevitable. I got to take it down. I took it down. My back started to seize up. Like I started, I'm like, yeah. so I hopped right into a bath, jets. I just did it right so away. So the tree's on the floor. The tree's on the it, floor. It barely made it. Barely yeah. made it. <laughs> so that's what it made me think of. I need that sweatshirt. Oh my God. Straight out of Dude, ice bath, baby. That's a weekend job, man. That's not a Monday night job. Dude, I did it on a Monday night. <sighs> 
God bless you. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, go. Thank God it was a fake tree. <laughs> okay. It was <laughs> yeah. a fake tree. Well, there was ornaments and stuff. Come on. Because another with the real tree, you take that thing down, and the, the needles, needles are everywhere, and then it's the vacuum see. job no, afterwards. No, 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 okay. No, no, no. I didn't have any of that. Moving on. Mm-hmm. This is why we this is why we like Kapaloo. We watch golf after that. Yes. Sit on the couch at the end of the day, you put the kids to bed. And, that, the and what time does it go on? Like it, it usually runs all night, like eleven o'clock. It's there. They're still playing. Yeah, because I here in New York, they're I believe they're five hours behind us, right? Hours. Is is it? What's this? It might be six. It might be six. I'm trying to think. Six. Because you've yeah, it's got to be six. Yeah, because you've got six hours behind to California. Then you got two more time zones, right? California's five. California's three. California's four hours behind us, and then we've got California's not four hours behind us. Three hours. Um, Hawaii is currently five thirty in the morning. Five thirty morning. We're going ten. California. We're seven. California is three hours. Okay, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, These it's go- a five-hour flight. You're still, That's what you're thinking of. It's a five-hour Very hour. well-traveled individual. <laughs> five-hour flight from California. Yeah. Oh, to, to Hawaii, yeah. But it is a time difference. All right, before we completely lose track of this show, wow. the other thing I want to talk about, equipment releases. It's equipment release season. Uh, if you guys aren't already, you know, make sure you check out golfficity.com. Uh, our, our guys, you know, our crew of writers have been doing just an incredible job staying on top of all this, these leaks. Yeah, the equipment um, nerds, we call them, and for a good reason. They love it. They're they awesome. They geek out over it. I'll tell you what. Uh, even like uh, one to follow is is Eric Benzenberg, um, and his uh, his IG is Hazel Rocket. He he is on it, man. He's just he's looking at that uh, USGA conforming Forming list and just he waiting just for things to drop. He's just yeah, <laughs> and he's just he's right on top of it. So we've got a, a ton of new stuff from Callaway that um, that's just been hitting in the last couple of days. Uh, some new driver speculation, I believe, even a new ball, right? Like uh, an updated, Chrome. refreshed version three. of the Chrome. Yeah, three new. Three new. Three new. Soft. They say, there you go. So, I mean, a lot there. And then another thing that made noise um, yesterday, again, we you get the tour validation first. So, so the first time we see like non-leaked official eyes on equipment is that tour validation process. And that's when the uh, the players get the clubs, obviously, before it's released to the public. So we saw the the Vokey SM9s. Yes. At, in play in some of the practice rounds. Yeah, uh, there's a picture. That one uh, the official designs came are, from are beautiful, as always. From the sevens, we we had the SM sevens. Then we jumped to the eights, and I'm sure we're gonna get our hands on these this year. Yeah, I noticed they're catching a lot of flack. People are saying that they look the same, but like I'm so like against that. I mean, how can you judge something, especially a club, on how right. it looks or, or, without or, hitting it, or even getting into like if the knock is that it looks too similar to the last year's version, I'm more so of the mindset that if it looks dramatically different, you just, it, it makes you wonder like what, why, why, what was wrong right. with the last one that it had to be I'd so I'd almost yeah, would rather it look kind of similar, but just right. perform a little bit better. But also you, it's got to stay on brand at the end of the day, Vokey Titleist brand, you know, you and I were, we're big Titleist guys, you know, mm-hmm. everybody who listens to the show knows that. But one thing I like about Titleist is the simplicity, the clean lines. I think that's what a lot of people come to Titleist yeah. for they want that really think about it i mean you don't the, the, what what often gets like labeled the sexiest is not the flashiest it's usually the the there's the most streamlined blades that yeah. are just mm-hmm. you know so that's the first thing but the second thing i think what i like is the emphasis on creating it as like a very clean as far as look goes, remember, none of this is, has anything to do with what's actually under the hood, which we're going to learn more and more about as far as what changes that they made for performance and turf interaction. We're going to learn more about that as more information comes out about the club. Yeah. But as far as look goes, I like it as a clean palette because we're seeing customization in, in the form of stamping becoming such a huge thing. Yeah. And I like that, that mm-hmm. they give you that huge flat surface there 
just that you can stamp it. Here's an example: stamped, uh, you know, Max. You know, that's got to be Is homeless. That homeless? Yeah. That's got to be. Yeah, I see it there. It's, it's homeless. Yeah. So and 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 we see our guy Aaron Dill on tour doing incredible things uh, with that spacing, and it, it's just so cool. It's just such the uniqueness and the stories and stuff like that. But even for us as regular guys, we can we can customize it. We can stamp it with different things. So I like leaving that part just kind of fresh. I like a fresh, clean look. But I think there's we're going to discover there's a lot more under the hood. We actually we had the opportunity uh, going back now two years ago to talk with Bob Vokey right here on the show. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I was just incredible to learn the process that goes into refreshing these wedges, the SM7s and the SM8s and the SM9s. And so much of that is just it's not these big dramatic jumps. It's put something out learn from the feedback that you're getting from from the players and then adapt to it and provide it's not like all of a sudden like this revolution and it's completely different design yeah like we're not throwing decades of bob's experience out the window i think the better way to do it is these small little increments it's just a little bit better year over year i dig it better man. materials better design i mean yeah. i'd love to get bob back on the show and talk him because i remember when we when we did that interview we were in the pga show titleist booth at the show yeah and i remember one of the questions probably the first question you asked was all right you had with so much success in the seven you know how did you what did you do to make the eights better right you know and, and it's kind of i love to ask him the same thing but i'd also we will mark my words we'll get someone we'll on get the someone show to talk about aaron or, or, yeah. or someone else but uh, I'd also get. I'd love to get a tour pro on the show to talk about their experience. We had um, Troy Merritt, who was talking about his new irons. He's made a hole yeah. in one with a brand new T series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and just want to gauge because I'd love to gauge. Those are the guys who are who are using this thing every day, and they're looking for things like spin and height and flight and all that stuff. And I'd love to get their perception. We're not like them. We don't play like them. But I just, I'd love to hear yeah. from them. I just think what's so interesting is that they 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 know the more that they give as far as feedback, the more they get back. Cause I, and that's why I think that they're so involved in that process. Cause if they want something on their wish list, I wish, you know, the club would do this a little bit differently or whatever it may be. They give that feedback and then they just, you know, hope that it comes back their way. And, and when they do, they love it. They do. Yeah. So we, we saw that for sure. Uh, by the way, on Kapalua, I forgot to tell you before I, I you know, I love my two K one when I get that quiet yeah. moment, whether it's like six o'clock in the morning, no one's yeah. awake yet. And I play this on Xbox. I literally you can play 18 holes in like 17 minutes. Cause it's just you, you just play, you hold yeah. on the Y, it goes really fast. But yep. I shot a 54 at Kapalua. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it gets the computer course, with the offsides off. Course record 54 at Kapalua. I always try to break the course record of these games. I think at Innisbrook, I shot a 57. I gotta push myself back to the Maybe tips. you do. Yeah. Maybe it's time to move back. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, if you think, you know, you, you get lost in that, you know, playing Xbox or whatever mm. it may be. Just wait, because I pulled the trigger and went and picked out one of those Oculus. Yeah, you did it, didn't quests, you? Mm. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, hey, you know, I, I've got to I got to see what what what's where this thing is going, get an idea of it, you know, because I think more and more we're going to start to move a lot of our our entertainment and other experiences into VR. Right? Sure. So I wanted to see that. Mm-hmm. But more so like, you know, having kids at home, I'm like, this could be a cool interaction for them. Right. It's a little bit in my view, as far as for the body, it's a little bit better than just sitting on the couch mm-hmm. because now like I have my daughter using it and they're moving around. And hey, I'll tell you, the boxing game is one of the most intense workouts I've ever yes. done. Heart rate wise. Yes. However, I did it the other day and I kind of lost track of where I was and I was not following the directions because it is very smart. This one actually has cameras on it. Okay. So it tells you the zone, the safe zone, you lay it out. And if you get outside of it, it turns the cameras on and now you can see. Oh. So you're not just in there. That's pretty cool. But I moved too quick and I I punched a a, um, (laughs) a 
from now on. <laughs> I punched a stack of plates. <laughs> Did you break them? But uh, luckily they didn't break. I don't know what these things were made of. Because I think they were like like the kids, like the shatterproof. You know what I mean? Here's like, a guy I want to fight in the ring, definitely. Yeah, because you, you can't break. break you can't break plates. But you know, like kids' plates that are yes, like that yes. plastic, but the they're plastic made to one. feel like they're real. Well, good. Yeah. They just make a lot of noise when they all go flying. And my daughters like are like, "Are you okay?" Like, yeah, Dad's just playing video games. Yep. You just play video games. But, but how's the but, golf game? But okay, so that's what I got to tell yeah. you about. So I only, there's two big ones on there. I download just the first one. It's called like Golf Plus whatever. And it, right. it's, it's um, they, they do it in collaboration with um, Top Golf and um, I think Golf, golf uh, Television, whatever it may be. There's some big names involved in this thing. And I'll tell you the truth. Obviously, like, like any type of new tech, it's got some ways to go. Um, but right off the bat i was really impressed it did not feel as fake as i thought it would now you're not swinging a club you are you're playing golf but are you swinging a club yeah no i I swing the controller okay so what does feel a little bit weird and i will be honest i at some point i was like i don't want this messing up my my real right right Right, because i'm in there and i'm trying like i'm slicing the ball and i'm like i never slice the ball and i'm trying to like turn my hands over and adapt i'm like just don't do this in real life just treat it as a game frank and just because one thing that i will say that is dramatically different is try just sometime just swinging like full speed but with no club in your hands it's hard. It's hard. It yeah, feels weird. totally different because you're, you're used to the weight of the club. We had an instructor tell us recently, you know, a club, let's say it weighs a pound. It feels a heck of a lot more with that centrifugal force as you, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So having nothing in your hands, it kind of feels weird and it, it feels a little bit awkward and out of place. But as far as the experience in the goggles and the feedback from the, the this, this thing in your hand, it's wild. Like it even has some haptic feedback. So like even when you can feel it and it, the sound, there's so much that is involved in the sound. The sound makes you feel like you're feeling it. Like you'll hear the thud of hitting the grass. Okay. And stuff like that. So anyway, so it starts you, you off. Will you feel it? Will it vibrate like you're digging? It, it does. All? You feel a little bit. That's like it's wild. not a vibration, but it's more of like a, almost like a knock. Okay. Like you feel in your hands. Got it. You can feel like hitting the golf ball. That's brilliant. Right? But what I'm saying, what I'm crazy is, What's saying so crazy about it is that yes, it's got a little ways to go, but even I can already tell if it's like a heel hit or a toe hit. VR, that's nuts. That's so so, and and I understand that that's the combined experience of sound, visual, Mm -hmm. haptic feedback. They're putting all those things together. I get that, but so I start off on the range. It's just a beautiful range. First of all, like this is gonna like fix my seasonal affective disorder, right? Yeah. Like I, I, I hate how the weather right now, how cold and it's just gray outside. You go in this thing, it's it's you know the perfect time of the day. It's twilight golf. You look around, it's gorgeous, yeah. right? But I'm on the range, just hitting some golf balls. There's a nice fireplace cooking next to oh, me. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, so man. I'm like, okay, I can get lost oh, no. in this for a while. So I'm just taking some cuts, and working through the bag, and then you actually go out and play, and it comes with three courses. And, and, and it's kind of cool. Like you tee it off, you hit the ball and then you move to your next shot and you move around. And I'll tell you what, what really does feel the most realistic is the putting. Really? That's what I was going to ask next. So you have like, you put it down, it's got like a a fake Scotty in your hands, right? And then you look down and like, actually you you can feel it. Like when it, like trying to get your spatial awareness, when it taps the ground, you feel it. So, you know, like, oh, there it is. That's awesome. And you just putt. What, Zach? Did you have something? No, he was waving at me. Oh. I don't know why he was waving at me. I, I was telling Mike to get closer to the... Oh, okay. that's, that's his doing his producer job. So, but do you, when you were... Does it... Well, I was going to ask you about your club selection. Like, do you select the club? Yes. Like, it's... So you could pick... You could play through the bag. You play right through the bag. You change your... Cl- you can change your How shot How much type. was it? Uh, so... Four? 
what no i was kind of impressed with i didn't go with like the big version with all like, all you this crazy memory I mean, how much no they they're all the same these oculus 2 quest it's okay. called the the only difference in price you, the big boy just has big memory because you oh, store the games in sure. it sure so i got the baseline one i'm like i'm not going crazy with this it was 2.99 okay can you just now, put a memory card in no, it didn't have a spot for memory cards. So you can't, as far as I see, you can't expand it. But, but then from there, where the spend happens, no doubt that some of that price is supplemented by they just want you in the ecosystem, so you start buying games. Right, of course. That's what you start doing. Of course. And then all of a sudden, this starts to rack up because you're like, that's cool, that's cool. You start buying games. These games, <laughs> are, they're not like crazy, like when we used to buy like um, you know, Xbox games being like 50, 60 bucks. They're like $15. Okay. But it quickly adds up. Yeah, you want a couple up. different games, it yep. quickly adds up. Mm-hmm. But anyway, make a long story short, it's got a ways to go. But it is, if you need a little bit of that relief of just feeling like you're playing golf again, even if just for like a very casual, you can't take it too seriously. It will mess you up because it's like, it's not exactly the same as your regular swing, but it just tells me the writings on the wall, the future's out there. Mm -hmm. Somebody needs to design a controller that feels like a real club and we're we're getting con- there. A controller that clips onto a real club. Clips on, does you something know, some like that. Where it feels a little bit more like actual impact. They're going to put a little bit more time into I think like. We make- Golf did that. I think We Golf came out with a fake They had like golf a little fake club. You could put the but controller in, but it's still not a. Real let's club. put it this way. This is miles and miles and miles above like We Golf. Of course. Yeah, so, we're way above. But you just, you're out there, you're playing golf in a virtual space. Uh, I got to be honest with you, I'm, I'm going to keep testing. I've only had it for a couple of days, but it's inc- it was incredible. We're going to shoot all our vlogs like that going forward. That's it. VR. <laughs> and that's the other thing. It's like there's a multiplayer. So like if you get one right now, you and I could be just playing golf. We do a whole podcast. We're just these things on. And that well, yeah, yeah. But how wild is that? Like you can be playing that golf cool with your you buddy on, someone. wherever they are. You know what I mean? Super cool. So, and that goes probably all the games. Like I could box against you. I can there's a lot of ones like that. Cool. So I I I like I said, it is n- by no means perfect. The kinks aren't all worked out yet, but it just shows me that, that we're going places mm-hmm, with this. Mm-hmm. You know, this is gonna be I, I had my wife put on. She doesn't even golf. She's like, oh, I just want to hang out here. I know. Because it's just like beautiful. You're looking around. The sun setting. You're out on the golf course. Right. You're like, what do you want? I know. So, did you get any um? Did you get any like vertigo or any any nausea or anything not, like that? Because not, I know a lot of people yet. when they put VR on, <laughs> yes. like when they put the headsets on, they just puke. No, I my father-in-law brought one over like two Christmases ago. It was one of the older versions. And I put it on it and I felt weird at first. But then this one, I don't know what it was. I think it's because it's a little more spatially aware. Like I said, it sets out this circle around you of where your safe area is. And the second you like move out of that, all the cameras come on because that's cameras on the outside. And you you can see like you don't have goggles it's on. smart. And it just, it changed. You can but I'll tell you like what. Throughway or something. Speaking of which, you, you told me to watch 14 Peaks the other day and I watched that thing. So they have on there, they have immersive movies. So there's one on climbing Everest. And all of a sudden mm. I'm, on, I'm on top of Everest with this thing on just sweating it is yeah. nuts there is actually you and me after after our um experience at stadium links yeah. which was a, was a disaster of a golf experience for right. us because we were so afraid of heights yep. they mm-hmm. have on there they have like series they can walk you through to help you get your rid of your fear of heights because you feel like they take you to different heights yeah i, I and got you move around i gotta check this out you gotta check this out i'm gonna bring it in on friday for you to see because you gotta experience this thing firsthand okay it's just wild see stuff like that i personally can't do because i just know it's fake like the the, the height stuff for i'm me, telling you no like, way if i put the Not vr me. on i've put i've put it on before and like i'll, it, I'll just it, like walk over it, the ledge like it, it doesn't if, really if one of those know. videos comes through my feed on social media of, a, of like a person like who's jumping on these ledges with a gopro on and they're just casually jumping i have to flip oh, through like it the I get these like yeah yeah i get these like chills down my spine 
like the crazy crazy Russian videos where they're like running on rooftops. They're running on rooftops, these guys. And yeah. I'm like, no. I saw a guy jump out of a plane the other day without a parachute. Look, Sorry, it's not. not to get so what I would here, say but. is if you think that's crazy, get it in one of these because they film these things in 360 and now you're there with them and you can look around. Like I was on the side of this mountain with these guys climbing and I'm like looking around, looking down. You look up, there's a guy above you, look down, there's a guy below but you. You just stand there. You're not climbing. No. Yeah, you just stand stationary, like but you're just like, this is not. But I tell you That's what, wild. it just shows you where it's going. Anyway, Frank's just walking up and down his stairs until he yeah hits Everest. Right. Punch a plate. I just call it every until this before this becomes the VR show. Yeah, uh, a couple of things. One thing, this has been sitting here the whole time. I got to mention this. So, la- talk about goals. Last year, and 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 Will is a name we mention here often. Will Selman, Doctor Will Selman. He he's been with us since he actually mentions it in here. What episode? He's seen every episode. Yeah, but he mentions in here. Uh, Let's see. He jumped in at episode 12. There it so is. He's been listening to the, to the show and he he's always kind enough to send us stuff for little milestones. So last year we kicked off our goals episode uh, by showing he had sent us both lefty uh, clubs. We each got a seven iron. Mm-hmm. And Will is the 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 team physician here at, at Golf City. He always helps us out when something's wrong. I've had major back issues and things like that. He's just the first one there to hop on a call with me, help me, guide me through who, who I need to see, whatever it may be. Uh, just will not only as a doctor, but as a friend is just, he's invaluable and we absolutely love his participation in the show. So this year he sent us a, a whole nice handwritten note and he sent us each a glove for our right hand. So you've got yours right there. Mine says uh, to Frank, stay limber from the golf medical division. I love it. Two so this is for our right handed glove for us to swing our lefty club. I love it. I thought it was exact to, to wear two gloves like like I was. That, yes, in <laughs> your lesson when you had it on the wrong one. So, so Will, thank you so much. Wait, and he says, you, "Here's uh, to a big party at episode 500, which will be here before we know it." It will be. And Zach, throw that camera on me for a second. He puts the no eight eleven <laughs> on the glove there, which means that I take huge divots. Love and, it. And 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 Will. It, it's super appreciated too because especially these past two years with covid he has had his hands so full he's been so busy and he even mentions in his note that some of it has been just vicariously living through us watching some of the videos of us playing because he's been too busy to get out there too but. busy fighting the fight and i remember back at, right when the pand- pandemic began i remember that one photo he sent us and he's in his white scrubs with the golficity sticker on yes all masked up yep but yep. uh, I mean, Will, and, and, and hats off to, to all of our healthcare workers who've been just wading through this nightmare for the last two years. I, I, I know it, it's coming. We're going to get through this. We're going to get on the other side of it. And, and a lot of you are going to get back out on the golf course and you deserve it. I think every healthcare worker should play free golf for the entire year after yeah. this pandemic is Definitely. over. Definitely. Because you, you all deserve it. That's for sure. Um, anyway, uh, before we do a word from our sponsors, and then we're going to jump into this week's uh, this week. You know, talking about the uh, the goals ourselves. The other thing I got to say here is <laughs> Mike, the Texas Wedge champ, right? So did you Two see times. this video? It was circling. I, every time I see one of these videos, I just immediately tag Mike in the comments. It's not a. It's either a divot one or it's. Oh yeah, look at that! Wow, this guy has got to be seventy yards out. I see it your says, comment there. Yeah, it says tag that one friend's Texas wedge from anywhere. That's me, man. And I would have hit it there. But what's so wild about this? He was that pin was protected by that green size bunker. He went around, he went around it. it. That's the best part. So I gotta ask you, what what's the thinking? Why why go Texas wedge so often? I guess it's the question. And when did it start? Did this start? No, wait. It goes further back. Didn't this really? start in Scotland? 
Were we putting deep in Scotland? Well, we definitely were. I put one from 70 yards. I remember in Scotland. that. Yeah. I mean, you know, when in Rome. I like honestly the, don't think it was really Scotland. I think it was it was Pinehurst because they were telling us how the wedges aren't going to dig here. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. best off. I remember the caddy. Well, the guy number four said it right when you got out there. Well, didn't Kamer win the Open there, the U.S. Open there, and without ever hitting a chip shot? probably it he, sounds I right. think I think that was the story was that he put he put from off the green every time that's what he said I just remember somebody at Pinehurst like it was the w- w- within the first what was like Vince? 20 minutes then uh, Vince? V V uh, he was he said the words Texas, Texas wedge, wedge and we all looked at each other yeah, and we're yeah. like that's like, the greatest thing we've ever heard if you're off the green use a putter that's what he said yeah yes. and from that point I just listened to that guy and I did it on like every single every. shot but now why did it carry home so, so what you just have a comfort level I had a comfort level I was playing really well with it, I remember I was hitting. I remember that one on Pinehurst number two, where he made Pinehurst number f- no, which one? Zach's telling me four. You had a huge one on four. Four was with V. V was the starter for. I four. had a huge one on four, but I'm I'm clearly remembering the one where the I, the caddy Chris at the end was like, hey, "Where'd you learn that one from?" Texas That's Witch. two. Chris, we had two, and I had it. I put it like to within three feet, and I ended up making the putt. Oh. And it was like a forty yard out, forty yard out, or something like that. Because I just see the wheels spinning in, in Mike's head. Like anytime, if he's off the green on some sort of yeah, tight I, lie, he's got the putter in his hand and he's got a wedge in the other hand, and he's just thinking. I assess the situation. If I have a window and opportunity to roll it up, the confidence level goes through the roof with the putter. That's all. But I, I mean, I'm not knocking this because it goes back to what we said earlier. It's like being adaptive, yeah. and, and it's not. I mean, sometimes we think there's too too often we think there's like one way to play this game, but mm-hmm. golf, you know, was. For years too, it was largely played as a ground game. A lot more, yeah, true enough. you know what I mean. Especially so, in Scotland with the hard ground. Yes, exactly. So yeah, you're right. Play your game, whatever right. works, right? I think it's just got to be within that limit that you still. And I'm, I've heard you saying it out there many times. I mean, especially editing these videos and going back through them, where you're kind of lamenting, like I'm going to learn that wedge. Like you want to have it where you can hit the wedge or the putter. And it's got to be the decision is based on what you think is going to be the better play, mm-hmm. not because I'm hitting this shot because I don't know how to hit the other. Right. I've heard you a couple times say like I I don't which is such a conundrum to me because you're so deadly with the sixty. I'm deadly with the sixty. I feel with like just not a, from tight lies, not from tight lies because I dig too much. You know what? Then it's going to be really interesting reassessing that. Speaking of the SM nines, inevitably we're going to go get fit for the SM nines. Is to say, is that a, a bounce and grind situation? It could be. Like could could, be. It, could you be, be even better fit into a, a not saying you've had bad fittings before a lot of fittings and the and the benefit you get out of a fitting is what we give to the fitter right. telling them what types of shots right. we still have to tell them what shots we're playing. now after another full year and having all that new knowledge of the types of shots you've been playing mm-hmm. you can say hey i'm playing a lot of these tight lie shots from xyz and i'm finding that i can't with the 60 is there yeah, a bounce or grind that i can that can switch it's a good to? move I wonder. All right. I like we'll it. See. We'll, we'll find it out. out. All right. Let's do a quick words from our sponsor. And then we're going we're gonna to talk about recapping wh- where we landed with the goals we set for ourselves last year and what goals we have set for ourselves in 2022. And we're going to dive into some of your goals from the, the Golficity Clubhouse on Leveler, right. which you're not, if you're not already a part of, make sure you guys join up there. It's a really fun community. We've been chatting in there throughout the whole holidays, uh, and we'll have to, all the, the links in the show notes, but you can go to golficity.com slash clubhouse to join, and you can get a, a free trial. And after that, it's like the cost of a cup of coffee That's it. to be in the group. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do a quick word from our sponsors, then we'll hop into it. 
The evolution of the T-Series advances Titleist even further in their mission to produce the best irons in the world. New materials, new processes, and new refinements power new precision that must be played to believe. We got fit for the new T-Series. And in fact, uh, just this week on the main channel, we're going to have my what's in the bag where I really dig into why I am loving these clubs. I am. It's one of the most excited I've been for new equipment heading into the new year in 2022 and gaming that full set of the new Titleist T200s. Uh, just the turf interaction feels amazing. I love the forgiveness, and I talk about this in my What's in the Bag. I have countless now, just over the last three, four months of gaming these, I have countless uh, spots and, 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 and shots that I can remember going back to where I didn't quite catch it exactly what I wanted, mm -hmm. and I still got the performance I needed. I still, I had a shot on a par three where I just caught it a little bit outside that sweet spot towards the toe, and it could have been a disaster, but still was able to make it on the green. The forgiveness just feels great. The turf interaction feels great, but what feels the best is just the fact that it's just so fit specifically for my game, and that's what I love about this series. You have the T100s, T100S, T200, T300s. There is something in there for everyone, and they're really designed to work well together so you can mix and match. So it's not just one set for one person. In a good fitting, you may dial it in and have a mixed bag and combo set, and what it really comes down to is just getting that performance all the way through through that whole set and it's just so much there to experience so you really need to experience it on your own each model is an instrument of exacting performance passed from Titleist R&D and Tor Pros right to you the new Titleist T-Series precision made precision played find out more at Titleist.com and let's hope you bring some of that forgiveness with you today because you're going to need it I'm gunning it's be for cold you out I'm today. gunning for you man yeah and speaking of cold, make every day playable. We keep talking about it. We are playing golf until it snows because that's when we physically have to stop. We'd play in the snow if they'd let us. If they'd let us, but <laughs> they don't let us. Um, and it's going to be cold out there. It's going to be in the 20s today, and uh, we're going to layer up. We always just layer up, and then we de-layer as we warm up out there. Um, you know, I want to highlight a couple of the awesome pieces of apparel coming from Butcher, sure. especially the one that I'm currently wearing. This one right here, it is called the Tech Sweater, and I love it because it's got this soft material on the outside side with this uh, kind of this wind wind yes yeah. that that covers it here to, to provide that extra layer super you know uh classy looking i wear this out sometimes which is jeans when i go out to dinner even it's just got a classy look to it, it comes in three colors black and gray this is that navy and light heather that i have on and then they have this teal blue with uh dark navy sleeves which is very very cool looking and check this out frank i noticed on their website they've got their stuff there for the u.s open the brookline hoodies yeah, yeah. Uh, the country club of brookline that's the stuff you got Really grab cool quick stuff. you gotta it, grab it, it sells out and, and in the limited edition stuff like we we're talking about the hawaii stuff before i get so many dms where'd you get that hat and i feel terrible directing people like go check out FootJoy, but i'm sorry it's sold out by now it is it does so, move quick i just hop on it whenever something i like is there so definitely check that out and look at this this uh this thermal base layer right here with the fj logo this is my thermal today uh this is part of my layering process and of course i've got my my winter gloves today in the bag yeah and my hoodie and all this stuff that FootJoy offers go check them out at footjoy.com and make sure that you make every day playable. All right, guys. So we're going to talk about goals. And, and this is something, if you're newer to the show, we this is our annual thing. We do this every year. Uh, we, we've talked about it before. We said how we truly believe that setting these smaller goals will lead to those bigger accomplishments. So we like to set a few broad goals. We like to also set a few specific goals. And then it's accountability. We check back on it at the end of the year and see if we were able to hit those points. And uh, we, we've seen this at the highest level. Um 
uh, Justin Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, he started doing this and showing notes on his phone of all his different goals. Now, granted, his goals are quite a bit loftier than ours, like win another win major, major. Right. reach world I'm add number that one. one. This year. Yeah, put that on your <laughs> list. Why not? Throw it in there. But I, I genuinely believe that this is something that can really help uh, newer golfers, such as, you know, we're amateur golfers. We're, we, we've slowly, year over year, we're whittling away at those handicaps. You know what I mean? That's right. Dabbling with getting into those those single digits, getting closer and closer. Uh, but again, it's 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 more of a marathon than a sprint. You know, you've got to set these things, and then as you set these goals and slowly start to check them off, you'd be surprised at how it translates to the bigger goals, like the yeah. score. I think too many of us we have one goal in mind. It's the score. We, we I just want to break ninety. You know, whatever it may be, and then. You don't realize what are the little building blocks that get you those, there. Those stepping stone goals. I exactly. Mm-hmm. So we go through them. So let's let's run through ours. We'll, we'll we'll put our you know our cards on the table, full accountability. Talk about if we hit last year's goals. Mm-hmm. We'll set some new goals uh, that we we're gonna see how this year plays out. Work hard towards them, and, and we will hold ourselves accountable at the end of this year to see if we hit them. I love and it. And then we'll dive into some of the other goals. And then we'll do a, some little lightning round. Got a little fun lightning round. Yeah, I see you we did it. We did it last us. time uh, in January. It's called last year, this year. Okay. All right. Well, we'll come back that. to that. That's a fun one. So um, I guess we'll just talk about last year, see if we did it. And then after that, we'll go into sure. uh, uh, what we, we hope to do for this year. So for me, uh, one of my main goals in 2021, which was also a, a huge goal in 2020, was to learn how to hit up on the ball and turn my shots as a righty right to left and create that draw. And we're talking about with driver for hit up. With driver, of So course. we don't confuse yeah, some sorry. of our newer listeners. Yeah. yeah, so I wanted to do that with driver, and I tried, and I tried, and it, it shows you. It took longer than a year, so I made it a goal again because I just wasn't there at the end of 2020. Uh, 2020. So. 2021, I, I went, I, I worked with Brad Worthington. I worked with a lot of coaches to try to learn how to turn that ball. And sure enough, I did it. It is becoming more consistent. Yeah. I know how to do it. I feel like I've accomplished that goal. Right. But now I have to continue to keep working on it. Yeah. But I feel like I'm there. I know how to do it now. I'm not lost anymore. So I feel like goal accomplished. I, I love know? it. And, and what I love too is like people, you know, I love people hold us accountable too. And that helps make us better golfers. And I see, read it in the comments a lot. Remember people were saying, like, how many times is Mike going to get this lesson? Exactly. Right? That's the reality of it, is that sometimes it takes a bit to click. You know what I mean? Like, I think, we, like, you got to understand, like, golf is a difficult sport. We've always said this. One lesson is not going to be the one that just, it's just, that's it. From here forward, it's fixed. Right. It takes work on your part. And sometimes... Like anything, you have to work with a couple different coaches, and, and different coaches can phrase effectively the same thing in different ways. Bingo, and that's what happened to me. Right, and mm-hmm. it's just like sometimes it like we're all we all learn in different ways. Or that's different. it. So one person might tell you one thing, and it just doesn't click, and then you know what I mean. Like I have four different people teach me how to paint the proper way to paint this wall. Right, and right. it might just be one guy who right. shows me and be like it just jives with my thinking, and I get it. And I think that's what you had with Brad. That's what I had with Brad. He he took out the Doctor Scholes. He sprayed it to show where I was. Shows you're a visual learner. Visual learner, yeah. Because you wanted to see it on the face. Instant feedback, and he told me to move that ball towards the toe. I was hitting it on the low heel. I wanted to be high toe so I can hit it up and turn it right to left. And the instant feedback from the Dr. Scholes, as well as just backing off the ball a little bit. I was standing too close and then teeing it up and tilting. So, like, the way Brad put it together, it just clicked. Yeah. 
That's so that, that's what it takes sometimes. And that's why I would say don't get discouraged if something's not working for you. One, two lessons. And and don't be afraid to to push yourself towards trying different coaches. You see, we work with lots of different coaches. Sometimes we find one that really clicks well with us, like working with Kevin Sprecker. He's done a lot for helping our game. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. working with Brad. We've come back to Brad quite a few times. And, and I think Ryan Hager's working his way in there. We had an incredible playing lesson with him. And now we're going to do some more work with him. But I think sometimes... Even, not to say it's a good coach or a bad coach, you know, it's just sometimes per- different personalities, different learning styles, they click or they, they don't. Do. That's absolutely So it. get out and try another coach and if you need to and just experiment with That's it and see if point. it changes for you. It, it is true because that is exactly what happened to me. Uh, the other thing I wanted to design and implement a consistent pre-shot routine. I feel like I did succeed there. I mean, it all goes part of what I just talked about, you know, setting up the feet right, my my pre-swing thoughts, yeah. the way that I do my little tilt on, on, with the driver. Even when I'm standing over the ball on the fairway, even when I'm standing over a putt i try to implement that same thing i have sometimes a little song i want to sing in my head to kind of keep rhythm and tempo together just a little hum or something so i'll check that one off um the big thing for me was to get back in shape in 2021 i feel like i failed there i gave up my gym membership due to covid um you know it was a hard year for that it was really hard and you know just trying to do it at home this was the first time in over 20 years that I didn't have a gym to go to and I had to rely on working out at home. So I feel like I failed, but I feel like now I'm going to make it my top priority uh, as my main goal, not to jump ahead, but my main goal is to, 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 to maintain top shelf health and fitness 365. Yeah. Next well, year. We I, saw it pay off last week. We had Rob LeBritz on the show. Yeah. Here's a guy at 50 is a top of his game performance and, and he just showed the emphasis that he's put on fitness to get where he's at right now. Yeah. And, you know, one of those things that, that it goes with it is um, keeping my mind in shape, you know, maybe turning off social media a little bit, keeping the phone in another room for a little bit, just trying to be in clear, maybe meditating a little bit more, maybe yeah. trying to just clear the mind and things like that. So that's something I failed at and, and hopefully it, it comes this year. Um, stats wise, I mean, I, I wanted to, you know, have more greens in regulation. I was pretty much consistent. There was no huge change there for me. Okay. Uh, you know, golf-wise, stats-wise, I remember saying that I want to hit more greens. I was pretty much consistent there, so I know I still have to work on that. It wasn't really a fail or a succeed. I didn't go backwards, but I didn't really improve. Yeah. Um, so got to work with a coach there on learning how to hit more greens in regulation. Um, the other one, this is funny, play a U.S. Open course. Nailed it. Yeah, Pinehurst. Pinehurst, Pinehurst number two. Yeah. That was great. Um. And more friendly rounds. We definitely did that. We played with Greg at Coakley. We did the round two rounds with Pete over at Manhattan Woods. Yep. Um, we've had three rounds with Pete at Bat. Well, two in this two, year. Two this year. Yeah. That's right. And uh, we've also had a couple of uh, other rounds with friends. I just can't even think about. Uh, yeah. Just, and those you, are the, those you had are um, Somerset, right? I had Somerset with some buddies at work. Yeah. That, that's cool. Um, and just, we're just forgetting. Some. And that is no doubt one of our our big goals, just even for for what we do with the you know the main channel and stuff like that is getting more involved and back with, with having more people involved right right so like one big thing was and a lot of people request like a play around with subscribers and stuff like that and we started to get the wheels in motion to do a little bit more of that mm-hmm. and line that up and then covid kind of shut it down but now as we're getting a little bit better and being able to do that i think we're going to open that up and we also want to introduce more of the type of personalities that that we like to to play rounds of golf with absolutely and get them out there and have some friendly matches i mean that's what that's golf is is great as an individual sport but i think what makes it so much fun is that having a little bit of 
friendly competition with buddies out Definitely. there. Definitely. I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, with that, you're talking about COVID and shutting things down. One of the big things I said on uh, last year's goals episode was being able to get out and travel more because we couldn't in 2020. And sure enough, we went to Pinehurst. We also went to the Jersey Shore tour. Yeah. We did Vermont. Uh, we were able to get back on the road, even though some of the trips were drivable. But I think this year it's going to be even bigger and better. And we're going to be traveling, flying more to more you know, nicer places, hopefully whistling straights. Good. Yeah. Get me out of here. It's freezing cold. So that was my goals last year. I think I did a pretty good job. I mean, give me all check marks, but one not getting in shape. Hey, I think it's solid. And I think there's certain degrees of like, just not getting too down yourself. If you don't hit one of the goals, the goals are there, you know, to keep you sometimes focused. And then if you don't hit it, you you like to double down on it the next year. I could have quit on trying to hit up on the ball, but I didn't. Right. And it's paying off for you. Now you're more stat focused. I see. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. So, so really quickly, running through 2021 goals. Um, one, I I tried to focus on a lot of very specific little goals that would lead to better scoring. Mm-hmm. And I would say is no doubt my scoring improved uh, in 2021. I've, I've I've knocked another stroke off my handicap. I'm on the door single handicaps. I think I was down last check to 10.3. So like getting really really close there. I also had two rounds this year uh, sub 80. Mm-hmm. I shot two rounds in the 70s, which prior to that, I only had one round in the 70s. It was my best score ever was a 77. I tied that this year, so played Architects. Uh, also, Architects was my best, probably my best round of the year. Um, and then what was the other one that we played? Uh, uh, yeah. Pinchbrook. Pinchbrook, I played oh, well. Yeah, that, was a, well. that was a lower score. To, I think that was a par 70, but I still I shot a 77 well. there. So I was really happy with that. I had far fewer of my higher scoring rounds, like in the nineties, I was, I was kind of averaging in, in the high to mid eighties and every once in a while really playing well and, and, and dipping below. So I'm just starting to see those scores to slowly tick down. And one thing I did, like I said, I want to focus on small goals. So there was two that, that were important to me. I, and, and I, I base this on the shot scope medals. I want to earn two medals. One was I want to have eight greens in regulation in one round. And the other one is I want to have at least one round with no three putts. So, Zach, if you can bring that up. So there, there it is. I, I unlocked both Nailed of it. those. Yep. So Tobacco Road. Tobacco Road. regulation. Tobacco Road, for as difficult as that course was, it was one of my best yeah, rounds of the well year. played well there. I played really well there. I'm still thinking about your almost hole-in-one on like the 16th hole or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that and that was just one of those days. No, that I look, was me, the 16th. You were on a par three that was earlier. Right, yeah. but no matter what, that's I'll one of those days I'll look sec. back, I'll never forget the combination of of playing that course and, and, and just its uniqueness and then playing at the time of day we did, Twilight. Uh, we finished 18 under the pink supermoon. Remember that? It was wild. And we didn't know about it. We didn't even know it was coming. We turned the corner. Like, but, what is that? Remember, right? like, Zach, can you bring the camera? Everybody, everybody, put the camera. Yeah. Put the clubs down and grab a camera. Grab a camera, yeah. yeah. Like, you're not going to believe this. So that was wild. But so that, and then if you notice in that graphic, the uh, the other one was Architects, which was uh, my other round, which was 77. Remember on that last hole, I was trying to have my best round. You were ever. trying. I'm yeah, still remembering 76. that uh, Alistair McKenzie design par five that you went driver, like, three wood to the green missed the eagle made birdie like it was nothing yeah you were humming that day man that one of my, my, my best yeah uh, so and i did have one eagle this year in vermont you did so it wasn't just missed opportunity the, the brattleboro so, eagle so th- that's what i said like focusing <laughs> on i'm not saying like i, I was trying to get vi- very hyper specific i just wanted eight you know i prior to that my best was seven greens in regulation in one round i wanted eight you know what I mean? Just like a little, just little, get a little bit better. The other thing was I want to put up a strong focus on my short game last year, especially chipping. 
I did, although I still have a long way to go on that. Chipping mm. is still one of my toughest parts of my game. I've been working on a more simplified chipping stroke. Talk about the three club challenge, trying to chip with some other clubs, trying yep. different things. I've got work to do, as you were saying with the fitness. Still work to do there, no doubt about it, but just getting that benefit of being able to do that. And the other thing was I had to just set a general motto for myself last year, which just to keep the ball and play, play smarter golf. I love it. Yeah, And I did definitely did that in a lot of ways. And, and there was areas where I failed. There's no doubt there's areas where you, I, pulled out or tried to pull off a shot that I, I maybe shouldn't have. We're all going to make mistakes. But by just keeping that general motto in my 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 mind and just saying, hey, that's one of my goals this year, it just gave me something to lean on yeah. and play a little bit more conservatively. You know, so, one of the things I noticed about your game that, I, that did improve this year was putting. And I don't know if that's something you worked on or tried to or just happened. On. Yeah, okay. It's a big time working, but it's another one of those uphill battles. Yep. So leads just perfect segue, 2022 goals. I just put here putting, putting. <laughs> Putting. It, it should is. be all my goals, putting, putting, right, putting. Right. Because the reality is I'm getting to a point, I feel like, in my game where I'm getting around well enough that I can – if I don't get my green in regulation, I can be close on mm -hmm. almost every hole. Sure, there's going to be your disaster holes here and there. Put a tee shot OB or whatever it may be. But I'm even thinking back to our recent round of Coakley Russo or whatever it may be. I'm on a par four. I'm usually somewhere around the green in two. Mm -hmm. On a par five, I am somewhere around the green in three. Right. I am there for a scoring opportunity, right? However, what happens is I'm wasting a lot of my strokes. Like half of my strokes are coming around chipping and putting or more. So I mean, is that, I don't is understand that the next that. line, chipping, chipping, chipping? Yeah, chipping, 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 putting, putting, putting. <laughs> now, <laughs> I got to work on the chip, but the putting, like right now, so what I looked at and benchmarking this, my according to ShotScope, my average putts per round in 2021 was 34.3. Again, an improvement, yeah. better, but still room that it can get a little bit better. And this is where I think the, the lowest hanging fruit to get to that single digit. It's not that I need to make a huge swing change at this point. I can rely on that part of the game that can always get better. But if I can just, if I'm somewhere in a scoring position on almost every hole and I can just start turning some of those two putts into one putts, it, you know, because I feel like right now I'm just happy with two putts. I was yeah. just trying to avoid three putts because that's where my putting was at. But now... A couple of those twelve footers start to drop, you know things like that. I think it can be. I mean, turn you're into less something. than two putts a hole with thirty four, right? right. So, so it's definitely like I said, it's yep. been an improvement. Sure. But there's just been a lot of areas where it's been left on the table. Big there's time, been yeah, time for sure. left on the table. The other one, I want to do one or the other here. I want to either make two consecutive birdies or five consecutive pars. So I look back at my stats and shot scope. All of 2021, I didn't make two back. I didn't make any back-to-back -back birdies. Right, never done that myself. And I didn't. I, my my best par streak was four, and then it gets broken. Sometimes I may have another par streak in the day. Mm -hmm. But what this proves, I believe, is that it's less of an outlier. It's not like a one-off situation. It's you, you, effectively you're. It's a quantifying. You're playing more consistent in golf right. at that point. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like it's not a fluke. You know, if you can make two birdies in a row or five parts. So I'm just going to focus on that. And it'll be a way to, to kind of practice pressure, which we talk about. So now I've made a birdie. Now it's like, okay, half the battle is not. I got to do it again. It's right. like we, we talk about this with game like training, the like gamification, like why we love video games, because it's always a level up. It's getting a little bit harder. You know, on this level, you need to do this twice. You mm -hmm. did it once on the last level. You got to do it. Right. So I got to try to like level it up. So that's a big one. And then the other one, again, all of this is focused around around the greens and close to the greens. I want to get up and down more often. 
I got in 2021. I was able to get up and down 27 percent of the time. And it's so, a key stat as an amateur because we don't have many greens. You and need to up and down. Exactly. And this is for our, our 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 new golfers who are listening out there. Up and down means you're somewhere around the green. It means you can get on the green and then get in the hole in two shots. Up and down. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, uh, let's say it's a greenside bunker, and I'm not getting my proximity close enough that now I've got a two putt. Right. So it's more so it's it's focused on tying those two areas together chipping and, and things around the green get closer to the hole and mm. then get better putting and get it in the hole yeah up I, and down is a savior i always laugh about that i gotta par, beat that the par three at uh brunsfield that first round in scotland when i duffed my par three like five feet in front of me in the brush and i go i'm gonna up and down <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. dude you do that everywhere. everywhere you did that in scotland at uh the first round we played that's what i just said no, I thought you just said Brunsfield. Oh, oh, you were wow, thinking wow. Brattleboro. I was just thinking Brattleboro. You were in another. I was state in another in the country, but I could state. see Brattle, Brunsfield. Yeah, Brattle, but yeah, you were going right where I was at. I'll never so. forget that one. Yep. Though. Yeah, that was he it. Duffs it into the heather, and it's in there. You barely see the ball. Yeah, I got up and down from there. <laughs> I did get it on the green. Yeah, but it was a long putt that I made. There's nothing else. I mean, it's your optimism <laughs> is 90 percent of your score out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and right, the, what else you got for the goals last one I have here for us is a more broader goal. This is a goal just for golfers in general. What do you got? I want to get us to 100,000 YouTube subscribers on the main channel. I love it. Which is, well, it's you guys an, can help. That's a big battle because we're a little more than halfway there. We're just about at 60. That's right. Now, usually, you know, you know, the channel, it grows every year, but that's, it's a big jump. Yeah. And I think a big way we're going to do that is by, there's some new and fun things that we're going to do in 2022. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to be able to do next year's goal show with the, uh, the hundred, you know, hundred thousand subscribers goal right thing there. hanging right here. I can't wait. I'll get a hundred thousand balloons. You're gonna have to help me for that one. Yeah. That's, that's gonna be a shared goal. It's gonna be a shared goal. I'm, I'm all in. You yeah. know, I'm all in, and um, I, I think we can get there. I think we can too. But and I, guys, but if you're not subscribed, you can help us. Right, go subscribe because we are also gonna bring those awesome giveaways like the SM8, uh, that SMA giveaway, SM, uh, SMA giveaway, SM9s. We did it for the SM8s, but we're going to do it for the SM9s. We're going to do the yes. same type of thing. I Where think. someone can yeah. win a full set and all this good stuff. So thanks in advance for getting us there. So I like those goals. Yeah. Um, I already gave my big one for 22, which was uh, getting in shape. But there's three more I didn't add. Real quick, I want to run through and practice more. I want to dedicate the time to practice more. We are running and gunning. We do a lot of work. We do a lot of video yeah. editing, a lot of stuff. And and we don't think about practicing the game. We're just always editing the game. And you we know, think about it. We just don't have time to do it. Exactly. We just don't have time. So practice more just means finding the time. We're fine. I notice you hitting the Peloton at five thirty in the morning. Yeah, yeah. You know, I see you on there sometimes in the morning. It's just like finding that time in the day for those little areas to do these things. My big goal, my new swing up and turn the ball goal, is to increase my swing speed. Now, I do not, I'm going to make a point of this because this is what I'm going to be doing with Ryan Hager in a couple weeks. I do not want to do this at all to try to hit the ball further. I want to do this as a result to perhaps learn how to swing better. Okay. So as Hager hopefully takes me through swinging, and that's also going to help me hit up. The result, the end result, of course, is going to be to hit the ball further. Of course, I'm going to be hitting it more power. So you're saying swing speed more through, more so through efficiency than Correct. just raw overpower. The power will just come. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I want to work out to be healthy, but I'm also going to get muscles. Gotcha. And I'll look at So you're saying beach, right you know? now, even though you got good swing speed, you feel like you're getting there too much through just like raw, like just like power rather than efficiency. Yes. It's, it's, it's like a long, it's like a long drive, like oddball. It yeah. might slice. Like I want to be more controlled and transfer that power. Got it. In yeah. a more controlled swing. Okay. Okay. So that's going to be my number one goal. And I don't know how I'm going to measure it, but maybe just distance 
Maybe I'll see a lot more 300 plus yard drives. Maybe that'll be the result. Because honestly, the 300 yard drive for me is very, very rare. I'll get like four or five a year. Right, the, right. They'll be on the shots, the four or five a year. And it's because of something. It was wind, there was downhill. Mm-hmm. So I want to be more consistent with longer shots so that I could be 30, 40 around and hit more Texas wedges. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, I like it. And then lastly, um, I want to get to Kiowa. I'm going to be specific. Yeah, man. And I want to get to Whistling Straits this year. I want to go to Kiowa and Whistling Straits in 2022. I don't know. Can we make it happen? Just that goal alone would be a heck of a year as far as I'm concerned. Pretty dope. To play those two courses in one year. Yeah, we did Tobacco Road and Pinehurst number two in the same day. (laughs) We can do this in the same year. That's true. All right, and you got some that from the Golfistic Clubhouse who weighed in. By by the way, like I said, join by going to golfistic.com slash clubhouse. And I love it. I threw this out there to the group. Uh, there were so many in there, guys. Thanks so much. We, we couldn't get to them all, but I'll just run through a couple. Sean Gates, he comes out of the gate, obviously dropped that handicap, working on being able to hit that lovely thing called the draw. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's been paying attention uh, to my progress, so check that out. And then Terrence, who we met you know, at the Z-Strick meetup, yes. came out on his birthday. Super cool guy. Uh, my main golf goal for next year is to improve my proximity to the hole from 150 and in That's I said that was very specific there, yeah. um, just here Pete McCann my goal is bogey golf Pete's over in Japan he's he's an avid listener of the show uh, I'm leaving total score behind as a goal because I get fixated on it too much and I love that yes. don't worry about it mm-hmm. you know I mean someone said the other day like uh, don't even keep score what was that someone said something to me the we other were day talking about even Rob LeBritz and yes. he's a guy who's playing on the champion store he's like I often you know he's relying on his caddy and stuff like that he's not really overly concerning himself with score he said he's just worrying about each shot yeah Exactly. Pete was very specific. He said, my driver, I just want to slice less. So he just knows what he's got to work on. And Brandon Davis, another quick one here. He said his main goal, very specific, is 115 swing speed. I'm assuming that's with the driver. Let me tell you something. Brandon's going to get there because I, I've been looking at some of his stuff on like Instagram that he posts. He's been working out. He has, he's been working hard. He I mean, that you put that work in, you'll get there. Yeah. No doubt. And and, and to, to, to just tack on to my goal, I hit 117 with the driver the other day. And if I can see a 120 to 120 Two swing speed with the driver, Jeez. or like a one, <laughs> or just like a one eighteen consistent. I had one seventy three ball speed. I mean, Tiger was at one seventy one in the PNC. So I mean, if I can consistently be over one seventy ball speed with driver, let's go. Like I said, let's just make go. sure you get there the right. And I'm sure get working there the with right Ryan way. Hager, exactly. you'll get there the right way. That's because the key. Otherwise, it, it's a dangerous pursuit. You, you don't <laughs> want that. You don't want that pursuit to turn into an injury. I know. You know what I'm saying? But it all comes in with the, the fitness, it the right flexibility. Way. It's yeah. It's a whole combination. All right. Let's do our. Last year, this year, rapid fire. So, how are we going to do this? You're going to throw the question out. We'll both answer. I'll throw it at it. Don't give a long response. You know, okay. just, rapid you, fire. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to start off with this one. I'll let you go first on each of them. Okay. All right. Most fun round of the year. Hey, just like I said before, Tobacco Road. I uh, just there was so much to experience there, just to take in. We had so much fun, and just the fact that we were playing it right after we played Pinehurst Number Two as a warm up. Yep, a warm up, ne- unforgettable. Never forget it. Okay, for me, it's going to be Pinehurst Number Three because we were so delirious. It was the most yeah. fun I think that you and I have had on a golf course in a long time. We we just we were we were playing so bad. Pete Dye just obliterated us on a fifty five or fifty three hundred yard track that we were laughing at. Yes. When we got there, we're like, this would be a joke. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, teeth. That's all I got to say. Oh. Mike fell out of the cart that round while he cart. was driving. Yeah. He was yeah. driving and totally fell right out you of know, the cart. You know, cuz I think we were also like we were we were just so like euphoric about being at Pinehurst still. It was our first day like yeah. really, it was fun. So, that, that although I got to ask you, the cradle though, too. Yeah, I mean, we there was, had a lot of fun there at the was cradle. So many hard to pick from. 
Yeah. I mean, playing around with Josh Kelly when he's doing all those trick shots. We played with the veterans with Coakley, uh, yeah. Pete and Manhattan Woods, the left. There was just so many to pick from. We had so. that guy at the cradle hit the ace right behind us. That was cool. That was pretty awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In, the, in the rain. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe the cradle will come into play in some of these next questions. So here we go. go Toughest ahead. test of golf last year. For me, that was, uh, you, I could put all of Pinehurst in there, but it was Pinehurst number two. Yep. Especially, it took me literally a good five holes to even just settle in it's just a different type of golf and i'll never forget the caddy saying it and he said we don't say good shot here until the ball stops rolling and yep. i learned that real quick i i have never had a round where multiple times i've put the ball off the green yeah i yeah, was on the green you know what i mean i like I, I remember part three i remember what hole it was i'm like okay good job i'm 20 feet past the hole on the green i put it I think it's gonna come somewhere near the hole, and it just never stopped, and yeah. it was gone. And yeah. on eighteen, in front of the in front of the gallery, I put it off the green. And then forget it's about a different that, world there. that waste area all the time. Just if yes. you're in it, if you miss a fairway, plus I got attacked by fire. You got attacked by fire, and so it might have been the worst. And I still have the scars to prove it. So that was your toughest test of golf <laughs> last year. Uh, for me, I'm gonna go Tobacco Road, but in, I'm gonna put a little spin on it. That if I go back and play, actually, let me back up. When I go back and play, because yeah, you know, I gotta go back, back there. there. Um, I think now knowing the course, I think it could be a scoreable course. So I think I'll change that perception after, but it did eat me alive. I'm not making excuses. We were exhausted, but I think I was easily, you know, shot in the hundreds that day. Yeah. For me. Yeah. While, while on the other hand, you played lights out. I did. I played well um, that day. Next, I'm going to go with best shots of the year. And, you know, to give you a breather, I'll just kick it off. I'm going to say for me, that tobacco road, 16th hole, almost acing the par four, for me was like one of my favorite best shots. Best could be something that I hit like a long whatever and it was a great eagle or something. But that moment, heart pumping, shot specific, that was it. Yeah. Ah, I thought I, I got it. Yeah, I mean, it was an incredible shot. There's just no doubt about it. I, and and I'd say for me, this comes a couple that we referenced was the one at Architects where I hit that. I think it was actually a hybrid. Was, yeah, Second I think it was a hybrid. It was like, brilliant. Man. To like 10 feet, but I did miss the eagle putt. But then after that, going back, at um it was Brunsfield, right? It was the first round in, in Vermont. Some of this stuff blurs together yeah. when you're playing this much golf. Br Brattleboro. 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 He's Brattleboro. got his don't know what Brunsfield is. Yeah. Because yeah. now I'm thinking Brunsfield. Field. He said Brattleboro before. Yeah. Yeah. I got everything backwards. So don't Brattleboro in Vermont or first Brattleboro yep. when I did make my eagle because it was it, a long putt. It was and it was three good shots. So I hit that drive. You and me were right next to each other. It's rare that I, I drive it as far yep. as you do. Perfect position, six iron. To about I don't know fifteen feet and then and made the putt for eagle. Yeah, I'll and, never forget that. And who are you kidding? You've outdriven me many times last year, and in we've made some those. spots. Yep. in some spots. So the beauty of making good connections. So we have a favorite video that we made last year. And go ahead. I mean, this was tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. We've done a lot. Of we good had ones. a lot of fun doing that Red Bull video where he jumped out of the plane. I, I I'll definitely say that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I tell you what, I I have a lot of fun when. First of all, Tobacco Road and, and the back-to-back -back of, of doing a, uh, number two in Tobacco Road in the same day was mm -hmm. fun. But I always have fun with those videos that we do at Manhattan Woods with, with Pete, too. He's just close friend, after. Dr. Pete. Well, we, we laugh. We, we just have a good time while we're out there. And I want to do more Endless of that. inside jokes that are not only relevant from the past or created yeah. on that day. That, yeah. you know, it's, and it's, it was not even by far from the best round of golf i played in fact i watched that back i played terrible that last round with him i watched that video shivering under a blanket yeah was so we played so bad but it, that's what just doesn't always matter how you play yeah it's being out there who you're playing with that type of thing yeah it goes to show you uh favorite course or club or vibe i think you ready you're gonna answer this with the cradle right i mean oh the vibe at the cradle was hard to beat it's hard to but beat but i tell you what the vibe at, at tobacco was hard to beat too you know 
I know. I don't know. You could tell we enjoyed that trip. You could tell we yeah. definitely we got to get back there for sure. Yeah, what about you, Zach? But you pull up to Manhattan Woods, and Manhattan Woods has got an instant vibe. It, it is. It is a laid back. In, for me, it's chill. That, that's the vibe for me. I, I got three Manhattan Woods hats. You know, I'm a big Manhattan Woods guy at this for point. For such an exclusive but, course, I'm shocked at how awesomely chill that vibe is yeah for sure yeah yeah and we're probably forgetting about a lot of good vibes that we did this year I and mean, we had some good good trips um favorite new equipment in the bag last year now we added two new things last year we added the hybrid and we added the irons and, and the three wood and the three wood the ts we went we upgraded to the ti in the in the hybrid and the three wood wow look yeah. at your memory yeah wow Wow. Right wow. now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, wow. Okay, so uh, for me, I'm just going to, I know you're going to probably say the same as the irons. Yeah. I mean, because that fitting with Andy and just blew my mind, you know? It, it did. It, it For as fortunate as we've been to be through some terrific fittings, um, to dive into some stuff that I had not even thought of before, I, I not only just coming out of it with incredible equipment, but also incredible just knowledge and a lesson I'll never forget for every fitting going forward of, of just certain different ways to think about the irons. Yeah. Just yeah. different ways to think about it. Absolutely. Land angles we, yeah, we and never stuff like that. About, never thought about Before that, that I, I would buy irons just based on which ones I hit the furthest. And yeah, I know, exactly. not realize like you don't have to hit the them. most important thing. Right. Yeah, so right, yeah. good stuff. All right, three more to go here. You kind of touched on the last one, but the, this next one here, uh, the, a, a must-play course that we can that we should film on the channel this year. I, I've already said Kiowa and, and probably the Straits course at Whistling Straits. So those, mm. are, those would be my two must plays this year yeah i i mean i want desperately to get to kiowa because i've experienced it but i want to experience it with you and show you what i enjoyed so much about it mm -hmm. uh whistling straits has constantly been on that list ever since we were teased with playing it right before everything shut down with covid without a doubt but i also i like these ideas of of a little bit off the beaten path a little more highlighting like the, the hidden gems i like yeah. i want to do more of that especially with the main channel is uh, you know, the great course the big name courses they're great to play but you know you can see other people yep. play i like the just a like fine, coakley russo yeah that one like was built for the va hidden gem little story behind yep. it i want to find more courses like that i love it zach what about you over there you're a photographer out there with you know beautiful nature is there one that comes to you that if we can go to because, I mean, you're, you're taking the, the visuals. There's a bunch. I mean, I you guys know that I would love to go to Hawaii. And I basically I know begged you guys to go to Hawaii. He just took the Kapalua off his calendar. Because yeah. in his mind, for a year, he was going to this century. I literally had yeah. uh, Tournament of Champions and Century. And uh, I, I Sony. A different yeah. Sony. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get out there. Um, had those on book. But probably not Really 22. wanted to go to those. Yeah. But um, I would say, I know there's a really beautiful course near... Uh, like where the Masters is played in Augusta, yeah. Augusta, I think it's Champions, called, yeah, Champions Retreat. Yeah, you keep talking about that place. Yeah, it, it does look beautiful, it looks and that's the closest we'll ever get to the real Augusta. Gorgeous, and we might and not even be able to get on that, but yeah, <laughs> but we'll see. Oh, you just set him up and shoot his hole. But holes down. also, <laughs> yeah, what do you want to play? Yeah, we can't play that. Sorry, <laughs> but he's got a connection there. I yeah, think. I I think I do, and also, um, but we still can't play that. Coral Creek in Florida, uh, in the Boca Grande area yeah, yeah. is just gorgeous. And one of my family friends used to be the club pro there. So okay. maybe we can get down there. Super pretty Florida, you know, yeah, and if, if we want to go in the winter, Zach also has a really good connection to Jim Nance. So maybe we'll play some golf with him soon. We're going to talk about that later on. Same uh, connection, same connection. Beautiful. Good guy to know. Um, yeah. podcast goal. Uh, what guest? You know, I, I last year it was JT. We had Bubba on this year. For me, I'm going to keep sticking with JT. It's going to be like, hey, JT, I'm going to keep calling you out until you come on the show. 
There you go. You know? So yeah, let's see what happens, man. I'll tell you, I love having the tour players on. I love talking about like the, the experience and stuff like that. But one of the most fun interviews that we've done recently was uh, with Jake Hutt mm-hmm. and the, the, the founders of Drivebox. Yeah. I would Just love to hear to, that story. Yeah, I, I like a lot of these kind of grassroots stories, guys similar to ourselves who, who started something in golf simply out of a passion for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, I want to discover some more of that. So I want to see... Maybe, you know, as, as it progresses kind of organically, just see who else might be a good fit for that. I just like the people who are so passionate about it and have just kind of gotten into the game or or the game has changed their life in some way. Yeah, I love that. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that could be a really cool, like a deal in there. He, he's a guy who's a physician. Right. And now he's really big into this 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 amazing idea. He gave idea. it all up just for this passion. Right. Amazing yeah. idea of having these, these mobile golf simulators. I want to hear more of that. Yeah. Super cool. Personally, um, I would really like to get um totally just forgot never mind right. <laughs> zach blanked over there you, you work on getting him on the pod. That's what okay, he's moving on he's controlling 11 buttons at yes. once. um yeah. company goals you said this before about a hundred thousand oh, subs on the channel he's got it sorry it's i would bad. really like to get josh kelly on yeah hole, hole in one trick shots yeah. we yeah. played a really really fun round with him in atlantic city and i think he's just got stories for days and i think he's got stories that the audience would really enjoy like his tiger story yeah he still amazing. gives me chills his tiger story um, he's got some good stuff and yeah. he's really blowing up and, exactly. and hats off to him for a good reason too well, we can he's get a hustler on the show for sure company goals you said is the last one we'll wrap it here the uh you said he won a hundred thousand you know what i was gonna do something like I don't know, sensational, but I, I think I'm just going to tie mine right to yours and stick with it. We'll make it like a team goal. Let's get team this thing goal. over 100,000. Because the reason why is because I know all of the sweat equity we pour into those videos. Yes. Not only writing them, but then filming them. Look, we're going today in 20 degree weather, guys. You know, yeah. doing them and then editing them and then promoting them. It's pretty much everything we do all day, every day. Right. And it's not, it's not just a, in a lot of ways, not just a vanity number that I would mean, joke before about having the plaque, but right. I think what, what makes it so important to us is the community that's growing around it. Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite things, all, as you said, all the work that goes into a video, editing it, filming it around the golf course, it's not easy to film and play. That's the no. reality. You know, I'm now having Zach out there with us is a big help. We used to do this all ourselves. So that's big. But I think ultimately why we're so big on those numbers and that's just a milestone number but it's growing the community right i think one of my favorite things when we drop a video is sitting there and dedicating a little bit of time in the first hour or two to just responding to comments and just you guys are so involved in it you know what i mean and and just like joking and getting in on some of the inside jokes as we're ribbing each other and stuff like that out there that's why that number is so valuable yeah big time. i love growing that community and and uh, of course now we've now moved the podcast onto its own youtube channel which is going to be its own set goals and we really want to do great things with this too this channel but we wanted to make sure that we kept very specific focus for what we're doing so that's why we moved it off on its own but the main golf channel on youtube and i know that's just one place to watch our videos youtube but i like youtube as a platform because of the aspect of being able to have those comments yeah i mean i i love you with the podcast having the podcast on things like spotify and itunes and all that and you can listen to while you're driving or whatever it's great but why we put so much work into the video piece of it too is because i love that feedback of comments and being able to chat yeah so great it's a great community for for no doubt i think it's gonna be a fun goal for us to to set and, and really work towards in 2022 i love it man yeah got a big goal ahead of us so guys if you have some of your own goals and we got to run through some of yours from the clubhouse which again if you're not part of join it by going to golfers.com slash clubhouse but um 
if you have some of your own goals, post them in the comments. Speaking of which, you know, post them whether you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, you can also share them with us in our Facebook group. Uh, or if you're watching this in the Golficity app, there's a spot for comments below. Drop some of your own comments for what your personal goals are. Uh, and if you got some feedback on some goals that should be for, for us, for either us personally or for the company in the direction of Golficity, let us know. We want to, like I said, that's one of the most fun parts for us is that conversation. Right. So make sure you guys let us know some of your own goals and let us be, you know, some of the first to wish you guys a happy new year. Happy 2022. Let's hope this year is the year that we really put COVID behind us. Yes. Get out there and play as much golf as possible. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. We'll see everybody again next week. Thank you.